Folks, Tyler here at Coming Home Well. I wanted to give a big shout out to our sponsor, BetterHelp, for sponsoring our podcast. As a veteran focused podcast, we cover a lot of sensitive topics and difficult issues that our service members face when they return home from war. One of the biggest challenges vets often face is the isolation of today's culture. Nine out of 10 times, we prefer just to stay home. Maneuvering through all the chaos in today's society can be debilitating, so reaching out to someone who is qualified to help can be a starting point in moving forward. And that is why I'm proud to announce our connection with BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. BetterHelp.com is one of the leaders in online counseling and will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. So this is a great opportunity to talk to somebody and you don't even have to leave your own couch to go sit on someone else's. If you go to betterhelp.com forward slash coming home well, you can be connected to a therapist in under 48 hours. If you're not comfortable talking over the phone, you could start by texting. They also have video chat options, real-time phone options, and you meet weekly at the discretion of your counselor. Now what this is not is a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. It is someone who is trained in handling veterans' issues and can help you tackle that mountain of struggles together rather than alone. If you go to betterhelp.com forward slash coming home well, which is all one word, coming home well, you will automatically be put in for a discount code of 10% off your first month of therapy. If you don't see this 10% automatically, just put in the discount code coming home well as this also gets you your 10% off. And if you're experiencing financial hardships, let them know. There is financial aid available in the form of an extra discount. Again, that is betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, forward slash coming home well. They are great at what they do, and what they do is help us veterans to come home well. Coming Home Well, I'm your host, Tyler Piron, and today I have something I don't think we've talked about before in Coming Home Well, scuba diving. Like, what does that have to do with veterans? Well, we've got William Matheson with LifeWaters.org with us. Welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me today. So what is LifeWater? LifeWaters is an organization that started back in 2014 out of a just basically a dream. Charlie Wright, who is a therapist at the St. Louis VA, saw a need um, not only for water therapy and the physical therapy goes in it with the mental therapy as well. So he kind of, of threw around this idea of scuba diving for veterans. And that's kind of how we got started. So you have a history with the military. And That's you were at, you were at the VA for some reason. How did you end up there? Well, I uh, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and through an injury in the military, I became a left above knee amputee. And actually, Charlie was over in our neck of the woods in Kansas City 
doing a bicycle um, clinic. And I had met him previously before that. And he, and he just kind of threw out there, hey, do you do any diving? And I'm like, absolutely. And that was in 2014. So he had me come over to the pool in St. Louis, did some diving. And, and that's kind of how the whole ball started rolling with me being involved with Life Waters. So were you already a diver before that? Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I had previously been certified while I was in Marine Corps, not as a Marine, but as part of their special services, you could go and get scuba, uh, scuba certified. And I did that while I was in Okinawa. So that was in 1989, I believe, but I hadn't been scuba diving in a very, very long time. And so when I went to St. Louis, I basically had to redo the course all over again to make sure that I was still, you know, now that I'm a different type of diver, I had to make sure that I was still able to do it. Yeah, I went and got certified, but it was like 15 years old and I'm nowhere near 15 anymore. <laughs> and a friend of mine who is a big time scuba diver down in Florida, he's like, hey, you're, you're certified. You can come. I'm like, there is not a chance in the world that I would go without learning it again because it's been so long. Although the certifications don't expire for some reason. No, they don't. But it it is highly questionable the reason why, because you are going in an environment where if you haven't been underwater for long periods of time like that, there's all kinds of things that can happen. So if anybody's listening that hasn't dove in a long time, I would recommend either going and getting at least your open water certification redone again, just to make sure that your lungs are still capable. And that, you know, like you said, time passes and, and age does things to the body that you can't do anymore. So, you, you know, just got to be smart. And I wouldn't actually know the new equipment. I know it hasn't changed all that much, but there has to be so many advances in equipment and techniques and procedures as people advance the science. Yeah, I mean, there has been. It's still a metal tank. It's still, you know, you're breathing through the regulators. It's all, all the same. The equipment has changed from analog to electronic. A lot of it has to do on your ability to breathe underwater and not breathe rapidly to waste your air. When we take inexperienced divers, they go through air in no time flat when the rest of us all still have air. But the difference is we come up as a group. We don't stay down as individuals. So, yeah, if you're nervous like I would be, you're probably breathing fast, these normal uh, reactions to stress. But as you get more confident, you're probably taking less breaths and more measure. Absolutely. It's all based on your heart rate. You know, in a new situation, your heart rate's always going to exceed. So Life Waters is based out in St. Louis. And Correct. it's focused on just scuba diving or is it focused on veteran scuba diving? When we initially started, it was a veterans based organization where we take veterans with spinal cord injury, traumatic brain injury, PTSD, limb loss, that type of thing. As has expanded over the years, we have integrated into first responders and people with special needs like that in any capacity. We have grown so much so quickly that it's it's been kind of hard to manage. But if anything's come out of the pandemic, it's just allowed us to kind of regroup and say, OK, this is what we need to focus on. Any uh, people that wouldn't be good for scuba diving? Absolutely not. Everybody, everybody can benefit, whether you're disabled or not. Everybody can benefit from scuba diving. The great thing about Life Waters is because we are so oriented towards the disabilities of many, the people that go with us on our ventures are all volunteers, but they're most of them are medically trained. They're doctors, nurses, uh, first responders, and they all volunteer because when we go as a group, there's usually 25 or 26, and we're all disabled in some way, most of us. And, and a lot of us are in wheelchairs. A lot of us are, are, well, paralyzed or that type of thing. So I don't think there's anything other than maybe 
cystic fibrosis or some lung disease that would actually disqualify you. And even then you can do it to a certain extent. That's quite amazing. So people that even are in wheelchairs or paralyzed, you're taking them out diving and they're able to go and and participate. Well, the the big thing about scuba diving is not just the physical activity. Okay. For for guys who've been in the military who suffer from PTSD or physical limb loss or, or anything like that, once you're, you know, there's two places you can go in the world that you can forget about the world. And that's space and the water and the oceans. Okay. Now, not many of us can go to space. That's just not something that happens, but everybody can go scuba diving. And, and so what happens is when we get somebody on board and they're, you can just tell their spirit is, is changing before you. I mean, they, they just, they have something to look forward to. They have something that they absolutely love and fall in love with and want to do all the time. So it gives them a different focus. And when you're underwater, the buoyancy relieves your pain and realizing that you're the only one down there. Well, with your buddy divers, whoever, whatever your group is, you don't think about anything else. You don't have to worry about where you're going to park, where you're going to eat, how are you going to get around, what your mood is that day. Because leading up to that dive, your mood is just off the charts. And once you get underwater, you just you forget about things. You don't care. That is absolutely amazing. I can totally picture it, uh, picture people going. Now, you're based in St. Louis. That's correct. But that's not the only place that you offer services. No, no, no. We have uh, seven or eight dive shops spread throughout the uh, spread throughout the country. We just added Jupiter, Florida in there. We have a place in Minnesota, Dallas, Texas, Colorado, Houston, Mesa, Arizona, which is our original dive shop, uh, Miramet Springs in Illinois. So, yeah, we do have some affiliated shops and you can find those shops on lifewaters.org. There's a lot of information on there. All of our funding is from external sources. So we raise money. Everybody that's on the board of directors for Life Waters, including myself, we're all volunteers. None of us get any monetary compensation for this. When we go on trips, we have to pay for ourselves. 99 cents of every dollar that's donated to our organization goes towards training the veteran who uh, has gone online, applied for the grant, and gotten approved. So what is the timeline process? So if I was interested in going on a trip and learning how to scuba dive, what does that process look like? And how long does it take? Well, the process is really been skewed over the last 18 months. But normally what will happen is if you contact um, Jill, who is our dive director, and you can, again, go on lifewaters.org and you can contact her that way. And what we'll do is they set, set up what they call a discover dives. And so what you'll do is you'll go and do a discovery dive in a swimming pool and just kind of see if it's something that you really want to do. And then at that point, you fill out the paperwork and then the process will start anywhere from, I want to say right now, about six weeks to three months, probably because of the backlog that we're suffering right now. People just need to be patient with us. But again, we have to go through the approval process and say, yes, this person qualifies for this grant. So it's very important that the people do realize that that our complete funding is is all through donations. No, that is a really important point. I do find it really smart that you go and do something in a pool first so you don't just have these big dives and, oh, in the big deep water, a much more no, controlled absolutely. environment. Yeah, well, you, you know, people sometimes don't realize their limitations. And so what they do is they say, oh, I can go scuba diving. And so with not being certified, we can't just take them out to open water and say, throw them in the water and say, OK, show us. So what we do is we make sure that our people put eyes on them to to see their 
physical stature, what their mental capacity is. Have they ever been in the waters, done scuba, you know, and all those types of qualifications that would say, okay, this is a good, good candidate. Also, we get to see physically say, yes, they're either spinal cord injury, traumatic brain injury, whatever it is that, that we need to, to make sure that they're good to go. So you offer different services based on what the person that's asking for help would need? No, everybody gets the same benefit. We just need to make sure that we know exactly what we're getting into on our side because of the the responsibility that we take as far as taking care of that diver. Once that diver is in the Life Waters family, that's exactly who they are. They become part of our families. So all of their medical concerns become ours. All of their personal concerns become ours because it all affects the way that they might be underwater, whether it's panic attacks, whether it's stress, whether it's, you know, it all those things affect how somebody reacts underwater under a stressful situation. So what is the biggest challenge you've found when you have a new person that's missing a limb or PTSD or spinal cord injury, whatever the injury is, what is the biggest challenge you've found? that they have to overcome themselves either either overconfidence or no confidence in themselves whatsoever feeling that the, yes they want to do this but they don't you know missing a leg or or especially the paralysis side of it people are much more hesitant they don't a lot of people who haven't dove don't understand that the body still works underwater even though it doesn't work on land so as long as the respiratory system is is functioning well, then they can dive. But, you know, you're you're allowing yourself complete vulnerability underwater. And that's why the buddy diver system is so valuable. So what is the buddy dive system? Well, the buddy dive system. So with Life Waters, all our buddy divers are trained specifically to handle disabled divers. So whereas a normal scuba trip, you'd go and a buddy diver would just, you just keep an eye on each other. Where for us, that buddy diver is more of a, um, whether it's a lifesaver, whether it's a lifeguard, whether it's a crossing guard, just somebody to, to watch out for that diver. Because the first time I went, I will tell you that I was completely oblivious to my surroundings. I was just in such euphoria of being almost pain-free and my brain just being overstimulated by not only coral, but fish and and all the things going on that that buddy diver was essential in keeping me on the right path and not wandering off. Also, when you've got somebody that's got some physical limitations, there's underwater currents, there's things that come up. That buddy diver who is no more than a foot away from you is making sure that nothing is going to happen to you that's going to be detrimental to your health or to the event. They'll remind you, hey, monitor your air. How's your air doing? They'll tap you on the shoulder, give you the OK sign, make sure everything's good. Because again, as I said, when you're underwater, your brain goes to mush. You're just like a little kid. You're like, wow, wow, you know, everywhere. And you don't really think about the fundamentals that you've been learning the whole time. So it sounds like a very safe opportunity for veterans or people that have suffered injuries to go and do something in a whole world different than a whole different environment. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. Safety is the first tier of, of line of defense. I mean, if we can't be safe as a as an organization that takes care of disabled people and people don't have confidence in that, then we just don't need to be here. We take all safety precautions into account before we even in venture into the pool with people for the uh, Discover Dives. So now you're affiliated with SDI, the Scuba Diving Correct. International. What is that? Is that a 
group of organization or is it like Patty? Is it something else? It's similar to Patty. It's similar to Patty. It's just somebody we partnered with and it's allowed us to be a little more open with our training. And then it allows us also to, to say, okay, if you want to be part of our organization, then this is the training you have to have. So it makes a lot of sense that they're all trained to a certain standard. So not just how to scuba dive, but how to scuba dive with someone that's absolutely. And that's the thing. There are a lot of dive shops out there, a lot of master divers, a lot of guys that have been diving 20, 30 years. But unless you're specifically trained to dive with disabled divers, it's a whole different set of circumstances. Absolutely. I can't even imagine uh, dealing with some of these injuries. And I, I know folks out at the VA, especially paralyzed folks, all of a sudden being in the water, that must be a huge jump in both their uh, confidence and the ability to go do something that they thought would never be able to be done. No, absolutely. You know, I can't speak for uh, the paralysis side of it, but for me being an amputee, everyday functions is challenging to some extent. But no, certainly after I got back in the water post-injury, it was... It did. It it turned my spirit into something more positive than I was. I was always looking, not always at the downside of things, but part of PTSD is you struggle every day with your disability. And what's my reason for existence? And I've got a wife and I've got great kids, but you still want something more for yourself. So when scuba diving came along, I got in the water and the benefit I got from it, not only being pain free, but I realized that just floating underwater was something that, that Mentally, you just can't you can't account for unless you're underwater and you're doing it. You just don't realize how euphoric it is. That's the only word I can I can you can't quantify it. That's the only word I can use for it. There aren't too many things that I would be able to describe as euphoric, but this sure sounds like one. Oh, absolutely. Well, when again in the United States, our patriotism runs high. Everybody is pro military to the core. The only problem for the guys that are military is sometimes we just want to be left alone. Sometimes we don't want to be recognized. Sometimes we don't want to be noticed. Amputees, guys who are paralyzed, those types of things, you know, we get thanked for our service and it's great. We appreciate that. But underwater, nobody cares. The fish don't care. The tides don't care. The coral doesn't care. You are just another body floating underwater trying to look at their surroundings. You are no longer the, the top of the food chain and you need to be respectful of everything that you're doing down there. And for the time you're diving, it, it's Nothing else matters. Nobody, nobody cares. You're wearing a black suit like everybody else, and you're you're just trying to enjoy the experience. So if somebody wanted to get into this, but they aren't at one of your current locations, how might they go about it? Again, going to lifewaters.org, getting a hold of our, our site rep, Jill Campbell, and her email address is on there. She's our coordinator. You reach out to her, and then she will... Uh, send you a list of things to see how qualified you are as a shop, as a dive shop, that you'd be able to participate in this. Because again, we have had a lot of shops reach out and say, look, we want to help veterans. We want to do this. And when we come back and we have the the SDI, TDI format, a lot of them said, well, we're patty. And there's there's a substantial cost to them becoming part of this group. And not to say they don't want to, but sometimes they just don't have the resources to become financially vested in it. So there are some qualifications we go through, and Jill does a wonderful job of doing that. So I always ask this. I'm going to ask it to you now. What should I have asked you about but didn't? How the impact of scuba diving affects everyday life. So, again, as a disabled person, when you wake up, 
I can't go to the bathroom without getting in a wheelchair, putting a leg on. As lifewaters.org has expanded, we have what we call veterans dives, where we'll take veterans to the Atlanta Aquarium to go and do dives, which is spectacular. And then, of course, we have our dives to Cozumel and some of the other areas. But that dive is for a week. But probably once that veteran, whoever it is, books that trip, from that day forward, they no longer are care about their disability to the extent that they normally do every day. Their, their mind, their endorphins are pumped because they're going on this dive trip. And when they get to the dive trip, there's not this isolation of, well, we've got all these able-bodied divers and one disabled diver. So now we have to treat them with special care. When you go on these dives with us, you're like everybody else. There are so many people with so many different, I like to call variant abilities that it it's a family group. It is really more of just, especially in the evenings when the dives are done, everybody gets together for dinner and shares their experience. You really become part of our Life Waters family. And, it, and it's it's something that you can't, like I said, it's, it's like taking a picture underwater. It doesn't do it justice. So being part of our Life Waters family, me speaking about it, yeah, it, it kind of gives you a kind of glimpse. But the camaraderie that we have with all our divers is just, it's beyond compare. I am just so impressed with this organization because there's so many different types of things for veterans, but I haven't heard of scuba diving before. And I know we were going to have you on the show before and then life happened and and the uh, pandemic and all these things have conspired. But now we have you. We've been talking with William Matheson with LifeWaters.org. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us a really unique opportunity. I, I don't know that there aren't very many other ways that are in the same ballpark as taking someone who with severe injuries and being able to, or any injuries and being able to go scuba dive. That's that's just blows my mind. Yeah, it's really great. And just to kind of quantify the pandemic for a lot of organizations was crippling. Ours was no different. Most of our divers are in that high risk of whether it's respiratory or whatever else. So we couldn't do anything for 18 months. With us, as many other organizations, we never stopped trying to raise money. We, we wanted to bank some. So when everything did open up again, we could have these funds available. We have really three ways that you can donate to Life Waters. The first one is Amazon Smile, which is through Amazon Prime. You can go on there and designate Life Waters as your uh, reciprocary uh, charity of choice. And then you don't even know it, but the, the money gets donated. The second one is you can go through lifewaters.org and make a direct payment just through PayPal. The third one is kind of a cool one. It's called Coin Up, And what it is, you can go on there and you can just sign up through your bank account. And any of the spare change that you don't spend automatically gets donated to LifeWaters. You can pick it as a charity. And so you go to the gas station, you spend $4.20. Well, the extra 80 cents goes directly to LifeWaters. And so, as I said, you know, 99 cents of every dollar goes to Life Waters. We're all volunteers. The only person we actually pay is our grant writer because nobody should have to do that for free. There are so many hoops and, and things to go through. But in order for us to help each and every veteran we can, it is detrimental that we receive as, as much as we can through private funding as possible. No, those are all excellent suggestions. And I'm glad you mentioned them. I usually ask about how can we donate. So I'm really glad that you brought it up. 
especially after coming out of the COVID, coming out of the pandemic, where everyone's been locked up for so long, there's such a demand for for services because everybody's been suffering being locked up. But the people absolutely that are suffering from post-traumatic stress or TBIs or all the other types of injuries that our soldiers, airmen, and Marines all go through, they've been stuck even more so, even without even having physical therapy and all the other things where they get out and socialize some. So that's absolutely amazing. We've been talking with William Matheson with LifeWaters, lifewaters.org. Go check him out. Go sign up to be a donor. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, no worries. No worries. There is just one thing I want to remind people, even though through the pandemic, there's that uh, number out there, 22. 22 veterans take their take their lives every day, active duty or retired, um, whatever it is. Uh, if If you are a veteran listening to this, and you do feel you're in crisis, please, please do not hesitate to call 1-800-273-8255 and press the number one. That is the Veterans Crisis Line. With the last 18 months, especially even especially organizations like ours that, that, that primarily help veterans, there was a deep, dark period where they couldn't do anything. They can't go out and participate in all those things. Like you mentioned earlier, the water skiing, um, scuba diving and those types of things. So their crisis becomes even even greater because they're not only high risk, but their limitations to what they can do um, to go to events. So again, Veterans Crisis Line is 1-800-273-8255. And then press that number one. Thank you so much for joining us on Coming Home Well. Until all are home and all are well, this is Coming Home Well. Coming home well, helping civilians better help veterans. Watch away.